Welcome to another episode of The Impolite Psychologist. So there's a topic that comes up a lot and it comes up in therapy, when I'm working with people, and it comes up in my personal life a lot when I'm talking to friends or family members. And that is the idea that customer service in America is not what it used to be. And so I hear complaints all the time from people I know and people I work with. And I also have a lot of complaints about customer service as well. So I'm going to tell a couple of stories and I want you to bear with me because there's a point to all of this. I am not using this as an opportunity to just rant and complain myself. There is a point. Recently, I went to a clothing store and I found a shirt that I liked and it was pink. And I also know that it comes in blue. They didn't happen to have my size in blue. So I went to the cashier and I bought some other items as well. And I said, I would like to order this top in blue. And so the cashier put something in the system, asked for my address, and then I bought my stuff and walked out the door. And when I got outside the door, I realized that I did not have the pink top in the bag. And so I went back in and talked to the cashier and I asked her why the pink top wasn't in the bag. And her response to me was, you said you didn't want the pink top. And I looked at her and I thought to myself, well, that's just a lie because those words never came out of my mouth. Now, perhaps I was not clear that I wanted two tops, that I wanted the pink one and I wanted to order the blue one as well. That's my bad for not being clearer that I wanted both or not explaining that I wanted the pink top and additionally, I wanted the blue top. I was probably not clear about that. But her response to me was strange, I thought. It was extremely defensive and rude, and she flat out lied about what I said. And that's what's kind of expected nowadays with customer service, that for someone to be defensive and say that you said things that you never said, well, that's kind of like Tuesday. It's the norm nowadays. I had another experience that was even worse than that. And that was, I went to a pharmacy. Now, the reason it was worse is because I was under duress. I had a family member who had just been through surgery and I was in a city I don't live in. I was told to go to a nearby pharmacy and pick up the prescription. And I was doing so after the doctor's office was about to close. So I went to the pharmacy and I verified with the doctor's office, the street it was on, and I went over to the pharmacy and they did not have the prescription for my relative. And I became 
confused about that because this is the pharmacy that they told me to go to. And in talking with the person who was at the counter, I was told that, oh, by the way, there's a second pharmacy on this same street of the same name. And I said, oh, okay. And so the person who was helping me said they would call the other pharmacy and find out if it was over there. And he called, spoke to somebody on the phone at the other pharmacy, and then basically said, they don't know what you're talking about either. Um, I don't know what to tell you. And so at this point, the man who helped me behind the counter is just frustrated and irritated that I'm still standing there and he has other people in line. And then he proceeds to just talk to the person behind me and act like I'm not there anymore and move on. And so what ended up ultimately happening was I ended up calling the second pharmacy, typing in my relative's date of birth, and a recorded message told me that In fact, the prescription was at this second pharmacy on the same street. And so everything worked out from there. No thanks to the gentleman at the front desk of this pharmacy. But I, in fact, ended up solving the problem very easily myself. But also trying to figure out why two people from the same organization couldn't figure out where this prescription was. And somehow they concluded that they didn't have it, even though they did have it. So I don't even know what's going on with the competence there. But that's really not my point. My point was, it's okay now in the world that we live in to tell somebody, I don't know. And you're screwed. I don't know what to tell you. I have other things to do and stop making this my problem. Because that's exactly how I was treated. And so when I was working in customer service myself a million years ago, one of the things that I was taught very early on was the idea that if a customer comes to you and they ask you a question that you don't know the answer to, you don't tell them, I don't know what to tell you. I was told to use this phrase. Let me find that out for you. Now that was a phrase that meant I care about your problem and I'm going to do everything in my power to help you find the answer even though I don't myself know the answer. And that is something that is missing from today's customer service. No one cares about putting you at ease. That is not a concern at all. Case in point, as a psychologist, I am often having to deal with insurance companies. And one of the things that has happened in the world of insurance is that when me as a provider, as a therapist, has to call a 1-800 number on a person's insurance card, a lot of, we do not interact with people who are in the United States. In fact, 
I may not be the only one who has this problem. I'm sure you have had this problem at some point where when you went to call customer service, you were calling somewhere overseas. A variety of countries, in fact. Um, and so that's so frustrating. But there is a domino effect with this. And I can tell you this from the perspective of somebody who is a therapist, that if I call a 1-800 number for a particular insurance company, and every time I call this 1-800 number to work out some insurance issue, and I get somebody who is overseas, and my situation or my client's situation is complicated in any possible way, there is a 99.9% chance that I will be hung up on. And the person I am talking to, who is on the other side of the world, will always tell me, let me take down your phone number in case we get cut off, and I will call you back. And how often do I ever get called back when I get quote, cut off? Never. I never get a callback in this situation. And thus, another reason why therapists do not want to deal with insurance companies, why therapy is now becoming a luxury item, that therapists don't want to be on insurance panels, not only because they pay us so poorly, but also because of this kind of thing, where we're spending hours trying to get through on the phone, we get hung up on, and when call centers are overseas, guess what? No one is watching. Nobody is making sure that people are handling calls. Nobody is managing people overseas. Nobody can tell. No one is watching to see if a customer service representative is hanging up when they don't want to deal with something. All it looks like is the call get cut off. And that's the world we live in. Now, there's a great, very old movie called A Bug's Life, which was one of Disney's first Pixar films. And one of the things that happens in A Bug's Life is all this food is being gathered and the grasshoppers check in with the ants to see what the situation is with the supplies of food. And there's a screw up and one of the ants in charge says, tries to say something like it wasn't my fault. And... Hopper, the grasshopper in charge, says, first rule of leadership, everything is your fault. And this I believe to be true because everybody who works in customer service is not being monitored and not being trained very well. And so what we end up with is we end up with people kind of winging it based upon whatever their personal experience is, rather than the vision of the company or the vision of management or the rules of management or the rules of the company. It has to do with whatever instinctively 
I feel to do right now, which is variable from one person to the other. And even when people think they're doing the right thing, they're not really doing the right thing. I was recently in a drive-thru and I ordered my food and then pulled up to the window. And what happened was the guy who was helping me, he took my money and then looked at his watch and said, my shift is over. My colleague will finish your order. And I thought to myself, and I don't have a poker face, well, this is kind of absurd. It's going to take him like 30 seconds at most to walk over, grab my food, put it in a bag and hand it to me. But his shift is over and he can't possibly spend 30 more seconds doing that. And... I think that look was probably on my face. And then he stopped and said, oh, I'm going to finish your order before I leave. And, And then he so happily did his 30 second extra job with putting my stuff in the bag and handing it to me. And he was so proud of himself and And I realized he thinks he's bending over backwards and doing me a favor when in fact, that's kind of what's expected. This is how you should handle it. You should handle the extra 30 seconds before your shift is over because you started something and you should complete what you started. But see, these kinds of lessons, these kinds of life lessons are not being imparted by management nowadays. And everything nowadays is operating on this premise that incompetence is acceptable and unsolved problems are acceptable and my needs are more important than yours. Now, why am I ranting and talking about this for so long? Because this all boils down to our needs as human beings. When I talk to people about their childhood trauma, and I talk to a lot of people about the horrible things that they endured growing up, And even kids who are either physically or sexually abused, the physical problems will heal. But it is the emotional piece of that abuse that becomes a scar that lasts a lifetime. And often that has to do with this. Parents sending the message to children, one, that your needs are not important, that you having needs at all is burdening me. You should feel ashamed that you have needs. And finally, my needs are always more important than yours as spoken often by a narcissistic parent. Now this creates trauma. These messages 
about children having normal needs that all kids have. They need food and shelter and to feel loved and to feel like they belong somewhere. Kids have all these needs. And when somebody steps all over those needs and tells them that there's something wrong with them for having needs, then trauma is created. And so what this boils down to is this is how customer service is in our society today. We keep getting these messages. I don't know how to solve your problem. I guess you're probably screwed. Stop making it my problem. My needs are more important than yours. These are the messages that we all keep getting over and over again every day, all day long when we interact with someone in customer service. And it doesn't matter if you're at a drive-thru or at a pharmacy or at a clothing store, wherever you are, these interactions are the same. Your needs aren't important. Stop being a burden. You should be ashamed that you're even asking, and my needs are more important than yours. No wonder we have such a mental health crisis in this country right now. No wonder everybody is walking around feeling so anxious and so depressed all the time because these are the interactions we have. We're having these interactions in which people are telling us that our needs are shameful, that our problems cannot be solved, that our situations are hopeless, and that we should stop asking for help. We are told this over and over again all day long when we are trying to get simple needs met. Buying an article of clothing, getting a prescription filled for a loved one, trying to make sure that a person's health insurance is working. These are everyday interactions and over and over and over again, we are told it's hopeless and no one's gonna help you and just stop asking for help. How on earth are we supposed to heal as a society if this is what we get? And so if anybody out there is involved in in the world of customer service, is running a business, Please, I implore you to train your staff to help people to feel at ease, to have your staff to make us feel like our needs are important and that we are cared about and that someone is there to offer us a helping hand and someone is there to make us feel at ease and someone is there to make us feel like we are not dangling out there alone, that someone cares and that they are going to have our back and they're going to help us solve our problems. If you have a business and you can train your staff, your customer service representatives to do this, to make people feel special and cared about and important, then you're going to do very well and you're going to heal a lot of lives. And so I hope that anybody listening is willing to do this, is out there and willing and ready 
train their staff to do what we all need right now in order to heal. Be well, and thank you for listening.